Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello everyone and welcome back or welcome for the first time if you're just now checking out the show. I'm happy to have you Either way, and I hope that you continue to come back and enjoy um, the offering that I have here for you. And of course, feel free to leave feedback and ask questions and, you know, let me know things that I can answer for you or talk about on future episodes in the link in the show notes. So in the last episode, I talked a bit about managing stress. And so in that episode, I, I made sure to point out that that stress is not inherently a bad thing and that there can even be some benefits. Um, a lot of times I, I struggle with sharing and, and giving these things to you. And I've talked to bef- before about how this happens in, in, in the space online and in the communication of these kind of issues, you know, where people have the, these counter ideas that come in like toxic positivity, like don't, don't share toxic positivity. But the thing there is it, it can be really hard to condense all the nuance of, of these issues. And when you get something that is trendy and quick and an easy share, um, that can, can be used. And we've talked about this a lot of times, any of the tools can be used against you, right? <laughs> you can use even thought work tools um, as a way to, to create more anxiety and things like that. So really it, is I try to condense things when I can, but there is so much nuance to this. And that is why the I come back to, you know, managing your mind, managing your thoughts, and that awareness of what is going on there. And that's kind of what this episode is about with, with managing expectations. You know, expectations are a tool that we can use. We can use these collection of thoughts that we refer to as expectations to our benefit. But most of the time, we just let it happen, right? We just have these thoughts. We have these expectations of, of good or of, of negative things or bad things happening, and we just let our brain develop them and we run with them, which is, you know, the whole thing with, with thought work and, and being present for those things is, you know, realizing the effect that our thoughts have on us, that our thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions, which generate our results. And so ultimately, when something is not right, when we don't feel the way we want, or when our actions, we're not pleased with how we're acting or the results that we're seeing around us, we can go back to, to those thoughts. And, you know, it's perfectly normal, especially because we're usually not taught this to let our thoughts <laughs> run amok in our minds and, and just go with it. But that's what you're here for, right? That's what you've been learning from the podcast. That's what I help my clients with is, is learning to observe their thoughts and the effect that those thoughts have and then reach out in their power to choose if they want to keep those thoughts or change those thoughts. So expectations and managing expectations is again about managing your mind. So a lot of times where we're starting and where I've 
talked to you about before is that we're constantly expecting bad things. <laughs> so to work on that, we like to, to shift, right, and start looking for the good. Because if you expect bad things, if you expect bad results, then that's what you're going to be looking for. That's what you're you're setting that message to your brain subconsciously, and it's going to gather evidence that, okay, we're expecting this to go bad. Let's see how it does, in fact, go bad. So that, that sets you up. And we've talked about that many times and how you kind of have to actively look for the good. But, so I'm not saying that in turn you should turn around and just always have these big, grand, great expectations, right? If you do do that, it should be a choice. And here's why. So yes, if, if you expect bad things, that's what you're going to gather. If you expect good things, then you are more likely to look for that evidence and see that. But we often take that <laughs> and without an awareness of it, begin to judge all our results by our expectations, which then even if you did get good results, if they're not the good results that you expected, if you judge them as worse or better would be good, of course, but <laughs> if you judge them as somehow worse, then the good is not going to be there as much for you. And and this can get so ingrained and we can be so expecting and saying things need to be this way that even if they're better than what we expected, we're shut off to that because we have these exact expectations. This is how this should have turned out. And since it didn't, it's no longer good. I think I shared this story before, but it was a fantastic ex explanation for me of, of how expectations, even good ones, can be used against you because I had asked um, my boyfriend to, to get some cashews um, next time he went grocery shopping. And so I go in the kitchen and I'm hungry and I look over, I see the black jar and I was like, oh yes, we have cashews. Oh, I'm so excited. And I ran over, I ripped them open, I start stuffing them in my mouth. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute, these cashews taste weird. That is something wrong with these. And then I look down and it's peanuts. I like peanuts. But because I was expecting cashew, they did not taste right. <laughs> they tasted very weird. It was not good cashews. And I, I also added that this has happened to me before and to people I've known. Like if you expect to drink a glass of water and it turns out to be Sprite, even if you like Sprite, you might have a bit of a moment where you're like, <laughs> this is not water. Because when you're not expecting it, again, even if it's something good or something that you like, it wasn't your expectation. It doesn't just doesn't hit right sometimes. So you have to be aware of that. Um, I was working with someone once and we were talking about that and they were like, well, so is it ideal then not to have any expectations? Well, again, instead of, you know, having them, not having them or having issues with them, I would say let's use them as a tool. You know, if you're constantly seeing the bad, look for the good, start to expect the good. You know, if you're going into a, a new business or some new venture and, you know, positive expectations and, and dreaming of, of how that could work out, those things can be motivating and inspiring and helpful. So that's okay. In that case, what comes in is, you know, knowing in the future how to manage your reaction if those expectations don't turn out the exact way you thought or on the time frame you wanted them to. But also, yes, not having any expectations 
again, not saying they're bad, not saying live like this all the time, but yes, that's also a positive thing because that allows you to really be present for a situation. You know, one of the particular examples that we, I had discussed with this client, with other people before as well, because it comes up a lot. And I believe I even talked about this in the episode on dating is dating. You know, if it feels good to you, you're getting ready for a date and you have these daydreams of how it's going to be great and it's going to work out. That That's, I have no problem with that. Not, not judging. <laughs> that's fantastic. But if that leads you to judge the date, be in those dreams all the time, you know, you could end up missing out on a really good date because it didn't fit those expectations exactly. You may struggle later with beating yourself up about having those expectations when things don't work out, which those are your thoughts. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, And you can even, and what's happened to me with (laughs) the way my brain works is, you know, if I go into that, that particular situation, having all these great expectations, you can even miss bad things, right? Just as much as you can miss good signals because they don't fit your plan and you can discredit them. You can also miss red flags as they call them um, because of those expectations. So those don't control you though. It's your thoughts. The, The point is, is to be aware of that and to be present. So yeah, if it's fun, if it serves you, if it helps move you forward, enjoy that. Not telling you to stop, but When you're on a date, like we talked about in the episode on dating, try mindfully dating, right? Instead of judging if the person's a good match, if you're clicking, if this is there, if that's there, try just being present with them as a human being, right? And just connecting with them, getting to know them, letting them get to know you and just being present without the expectations. And for me, right, that that would reduce the anxiety greatly. I'm not judging them. They're not judging me. I'm not all in my head. Instead, I'm present and enjoying spending time with this other person, you know, like you would a friend and without all the the judgment and the stress. Those decisions maybe have to be made in the future and there are considerations to be made if this is a good fit, but it doesn't have to be like constant on the forefront of your mind. So that's how these expectations can be. If you let them run wild or not run wild, but unmanaged in your mind, they can affect your outcomes in in many different ways, right? They can keep you from seeing good. They can keep you from seeing bad. And then it's also important when you do have expectations to know how to manage your thoughts afterwards. If you feel good having great expectations (laughs) and going into something with those, great. But that if you struggle afterwards with feeling disappointed, if it doesn't work out, again, those are your thoughts. And looking at that, like, what are you making this mean just because it didn't turn out a certain way? You know, are you judging yourself? Are you, well, you know, I shouldn't have got my hopes up. I should have known better. I should have known this wouldn't work, right? If you're beating yourself up, that's what's creating that disappointment and that pain afterwards. But if you're able to say, okay, I had these great expectations, it didn't work out. Is there anything I need to take from this? Anything I can learn? You know, sorry, bananas scratching again and her bells are jingling. You know, what can I take away from this that will help me? Because having expectations and things not working out the way you expected, that doesn't mean anything, right? That That's not a bad thing. You can use it 
to, to get information or you can just say, hey, this experience didn't turn out how I planned. That's okay, right? If you go to a restaurant, you, you hear good things, you think it's going to be great, you go and it's not that great. Uh, it might be a little disappointment there, right? But that's not going to, you're not going to feel down. It's not going to eat at you. It's, it's not going to weigh heavily on you, right? But then if we go out, say, on a date or to a job interview or something like that, and we get these good expectations and it doesn't work out, then suddenly that, that means something. It's never going to work out. Why did I get my hopes up? And now we're beating ourselves up. So, you know, if you want to have these expectations and you like that feeling and the motivation there, if that does move you forward, great. But then if you struggle later with the disappointment, again, it's looking at your thoughts, the thoughts that you're having about what that discrepancy means. And that's where a lot of our our struggles um, come from is our expectation of what life should be compared to our judgments and our thoughts about what it is. And and that is where we get these these thoughts and these patterns and these things that are are depressed and sad and disappointed and those types of, of negative emotions is that gap. And the bigger that gap is, you know, for us, the more, you know, serious, persistent or painful those things can be. So, yeah, I think it's it's a great idea to reduce expectations, to be present with things and kind of just see how they are. But again, you can also use those tools, you know, have expectations when it helps you, as long as you're also able to stay present with your judgment and with your thoughts, you know, throughout the process. So it's just something to be to be aware of and to manage, not to just let your expectations, which could be built there. I mean, they've been probably there for years. They could be built on, you know, family and childhood interactions, interactions with other authorities or people that you admired all through your life that have created this set of expectations that might not even be yours, you know, and here you are applying them to other situations, judging these situations and finding things to be lacking, to come up short and then suffering. And so this will keep you, right, from experiencing what is truly going on and really being able to connect with it. So I would love to tell you that that there's a an easy, simple five-step process. <laughs> um, there are five-step processes to learning thought management and presence with your thoughts, of course. But this is something that, that you have to gauge, right? You have to notice when you're having, of course, negative expectations and remember, hey, yeah, that's going to make you look for that. A lot of times we do that because we don't want to be disappointed. We think if I don't expect much and then I get something, I'll be pleasantly surprised. And of course, that does happen. Just because you have negative expectations doesn't mean you never see anything good. But again, that is the fear of your own thoughts because it's your own thoughts on that other end that create that disappointment. So you're having negative thoughts, choosing negative thoughts on the front end so that you'll have the less what you feel to be less negative and painful thoughts on the other end but the truth is you just expect bad maybe every now and then feel pleasantly surprised a bit but then you didn't really feel good to start with because you didn't expect much or you just find the bad because that's all you're looking for 
So be being aware of how these these negative expectations don't serve you. You know, they may have felt that way in the past. You may have thought people will let you down and if you don't expect much, you won't be let down. But the truth is whether or not you're let down or disappointed is is about your thoughts and you have the control there, not necessarily those expectations. But be aware as well of the good expectations. You know, are they helping you, serving you, moving you forward, motivating you? Great. Are they making you or facilitating your judgment of what is and you're finding it lacking and you're not happy with the results? You know, no matter how good, they're not as good as you thought or they're just different and you're unable to see anything good. Like, okay, maybe they're not bad, but they're not what I thought, you know? I like peanuts, but when I thought I was getting cashews, I did not want the peanut. <laughs> I actually came back like a day or a few days later and was like, oh, we have peanuts, I remember. And I was very excited and thought the peanuts were great. So those expectations can be blocking you from living your life and being present. So managing those is, again, about managing your thoughts. You know, realizing what your expectations are when you're not being present, when you're, you know, allowing those to guide you. And maybe even not even considering where those come from. Is it a defense mechanism, right? Is it some something that you are like, oh, I'm going to regret this later because of disappointment? Okay, well, what what is the mind work to do now and then? And then also, either way, good or bad, how often are you imposing these expectations on your life without actually just letting your life happen as it is? and experiencing it it's difficult so we (laughs) our brains are great and the judgment labels and things like that help us process all this information they're not a bad thing again just like expectations or stress but they're tools and we have let the tools take over and we kind of follow them instead of using them so you know use your expectations to the extent that they benefit you but also realize these issues and these these struggles that can occur and be aware and see is this happening to me am i missing out on good things and different experiences because of my expectations and so manage them just like you would your thought they are a collection of thoughts essentially a collection of judgments of or hopes of how something will be so manage those in a way that benefits you and in a you know with an awareness that will help you grow and will help you enjoy your experience no matter what the outcome right and help you look at that with less preconceived notions and more of a curiosity as we talked about in the science the being a scientist of your life kind of example like be curious about the results are they different from your expectations? Okay, how? You know, before it's, are they, is it this a good or a bad difference? Like, how are they different? That's interesting. Why are they different? You know, what is good about what the outcome, whether it's I learned this or, hey, I now I know I like this and I know this is possible. I didn't even know this was possible. So be open to curiously examining and experiencing your outcomes and your life instead of, you know, locking things in with those expectations. So I hope that was helpful. Again, let me know if you have any questions. 
If you'd like to work with me as your coach, you can also click on the console and we can talk about that and I can help you learn how to manage your thoughts, your expectations, your stress, whatever you would like to, to manage um, because our thoughts play a role in all of that. So I look forward to hearing from you either way and thank you for checking the show out. Again, five-star rating and a glowing review helps share for other people so that they can also find out about the show. So if you think it might help them, I would appreciate you doing that. And I hope you have a fantastic day.